0: Hey everyone, welcome back to What a Week. I'm your host, Olivia Lee, here to deliver your weekly dose of the news. Let's get started. In local news, due to rising COVID 19 cases last week, Multnomah County was moved from moderate to high in Oregon's risk categories. This change will impact restaurant dining restrictions the most. Multnomah County spent just four weeks in the moderate risk category as restaurants were allowed to expand service March 12th. The change will remain in effect until April 22nd. In state news, last Saturday, the Oregon Health Authority reported 761 new COVID-19 cases, the highest daily total since early February. Last time the state reported more than 700 cases in a day was on February 5th, when 846 cases were reported. Last week, the OHA also reported that 168 vaccinated individuals across 25 Oregon counties have received a positive COVID-19 test result at least 14 days after receiving their final dose of the vaccine. Three Oregon COVID deaths were reported among those vaccinated as well. A news release from last week stated, quote, It's a reminder that while the Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson Johnson COVID-19 vaccines are all highly effective at preventing severe COVID-19 illness and death, no vaccine is 100% effective and vaccine breakthrough cases will occur, end quote. In national news, one in five Americans are fully vaccinated, according to the latest data published on the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's website last Thursday. A third of the population has received at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. The U.S. is currently administering a seven-day average of three million vaccine doses per day, as daily case counts remain at low levels below the winter peak but in line with the surge seen over the summer. Last week, Arkansas became the first U.S. state to ban health care for transgender kids. Arkansas lawmakers overrode Governor Asa Hutchinson's veto on a bill banning gender-affirming medical treatment for trans youths last Tuesday making the state the first to prohibit physicians from providing what they and activists have described as life-saving health care. The law, called the Save Adolescents from Experimentation Act, or SAFE Act, bars healthcare care professionals from providing gender-affirming care, including surgery, puberty blockers, and hormone therapy, to anyone under 18. Physicians are also banned from referring minors to other professionals for such care. In international news, last Friday, the Buckingham Palace announced, quote, it is with deep sorrow that Her Majesty the Queen announces the death of her beloved husband, His Royal Highness the Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. His Royal Highness passed away peacefully this morning at Windsor Castle. Further announcements will be made in due course, quote. The royal family joined with people around the world in mourning his loss. The death of the Duke comes after a period of poor health. Prince Philip reportedly spent a month in two London hospitals where he was treated for an infection and underwent heart surgery before being discharged mid-March. Prince Philip's funeral plans are currently being arranged as Queen Elizabeth enters an eight-day period of mourning following the death of her husband last Friday. The monarch, 94, will refrain from carrying out any royal duties during this time. Affairs of state will also be put on pause. The funeral will take place at St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle. Following the eight days, a period of official royal mourning is expected to continue. While the country is expected to go into a period of 10 days of mourning, the royal household will do so for 30 days, and guardsmen will be seen with black armbands on their tunics during that period. Lastly, here is the wildcard news for the week. Step aside, New York City. There is a new billionaire capital in the world. For the first time ever, Beijing, China, is home to more billionaires than New York City, according to Forbes' annual World's Billionaires List for 2021. The Chinese capital gained 33 new billionaires in 2020, bringing its total to 100 billionaires and just edging out New York City's 99 billionaires, as reported by Forbes. New York City added only seven new billionaires in the same time span. In terms of total population, New York City is about 40% the size of Beijing, with a population of 8.4 million versus Beijing's roughly 21 million. The world's ultra-wealthy got even richer last year despite a pandemic and economic recessions. Globally, 660 people became new billionaires, bringing the world total to 2,755 billionaires, worth a collective $13.1 trillion, according to Forbes. Well, that wraps up a Week. Stay safe and see you guys next week.